Talk Recorded live. Hi, welcome to G2 Hardcore, and I want to say hi to Taj. Hi, Holly. Hi, everybody. Hi, Wendy Sue. Hi, Wendy Sue. Um, okay. So, Henry sent a picture out of what? Oh, well, no, no. Listen, right. We were being trolled on Tuesday night by whoever's in charge of the Zach's, uh, the Justice League account on Twitter and Henry Cavill. Uh, they teased us so badly, so badly. It's like somebody came around with a, a chocolate cake and we just got a woof, you know. And so basically, the Justice League account, out of nowhere, is active, right? Right. And so it posts these gifts of um, Diana Prince, one woman. Um, it posts then of Bruce Wayne, Batman. Uh, it then posts of Barry Allen, The Flash. Yeah. Uh, Arthur Curry, Aquaman. And Victor Stone, Cyborg, right? Right. And And everybody was like, waiting, right? You should have seen these people. We were like investigative, like all like, what's happening? What's happening? Are they going to reveal something? Are they going to show us something, right? And it, nothing. Nothing was revealed. Nothing was shown. We've, we've seen the, we can make better gifts than what they've done. But anyway, they put these gifts out. Um, <laughs> and, and no, literally, I can make a better gift and I don't even make some of the nice ones on Tumblr, right? Some of these people are very talented. Jimmy can make gifts. And, yeah, and, and thank you. And so anyway, um, we all are like waiting for Superman, right? Because they, each one was revealed 30 minutes apart, right? And we're all waiting. We've wasted now. What's that? Two hours of our lives waiting for a Superman gift. Nothing, right? Because we were like, it, at least it will show some sort of footage of of Henry Cavill in Justice League. Right. Nothing, right? Nothing. And then the biggest teaser of all: Henry Cavill comes on his Instagram and Facebook, and he posts not even the full S, right? It's just a zoomed in of the top right-hand corner of the S emblem, mm-hmm. and it's we don't know if the, the photo is in black and white or if this is an actual black suit. Um, I think it's a filter that he just put over his uh, original, you know, Man of Steel, uh, not Man of Steel, uh, BVS suit, right? Yeah. Uh, but it could be, it could be black. It could be the black suit that was in the 1990s, you know, uh, that one. Yeah. Uh, but then he just puts this, this cryptic message. So he just puts this cryptic thing up, and he says, hashtag Superman. And I'm like, okay, all right. We stayed up for nothing. There goes two and a half hours of my life. Um, but, yeah, it, it is a pretty picture, I have to say. Um and everybody was like on tender hooks. Justice League was trending in America, apparently, um, because okay. everybody was like, 
they're going to reveal something and nothing. But it was a good, you know, I think they just like, because apparently Zack Snyder does watch Twitter a lot. Um, and according, according to Larry Fong, who was the cinematographer on BVS, he says Zack Snyder knows who are the, 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 the fans and who, um, who shows their passion for this, for this franchise and for this world that he's building. And apparently he watches us all. Cool. Um, so, so I was like, cool, Zack Snyder probably knows I exist. He probably knows Kimmy exists and Chris because we all use hashtags. Doesn't know, he doesn't know Holly exists because she doesn't use no hashtags. I don't do hashtags. Um, it's rare I do. Unless it's for yeah. it, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. He probably knows Wendy Sue exists because she posts some really nice Henry Cavill pictures. Um... So, and apparently he knows who are the supportive people um, behind everything. And he watches all the hashtags we have. Uh, so, yeah. Zach cool. is watching. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a good thing. It was just, I think, just to, to whet our appetites. They might be, I think, updating the, the site. Um and stuff. Uh, the Wonder Woman uh, site got an upgrade where they have now uh, fans can actually post all their fan art. Um, and at the end of it, when Wonder Woman is going to be released, I think they're bringing one of the fans or, or a whole bunch of fans who do do the best like um, fan art to go and see the premiere. So if y'all want to enter that, you can enter that. Cool. Uh, it's open It's open to worldwide fans. So if I could draw, I would submit something, but I, even my stick figures look horrible. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a nice uh, little initiative that they're doing on their site, which is, you know, I think, and it's, and it's some really good art as well. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's just really nice to, that they're building this community of us, you know, where they're bringing us all sort of together because that's how we find each other. And it's, it's really nice. Yeah. I've met some new people who just absolutely adore the DC films, which cannot make me any happier. Right. Cool. So yeah. That's what yeah. the... Uh, media is supposed to be for instead of all the other crap that goes on. No, yeah, I mean, it, it's supposed to be for, like, you and me, you know. Right. How did we find each other? Over Twitter, you know. Right. And we're long-distance sort of pen pal friends, you know. In the olden days, it was pen pals. Today, it's social media. Um, And thing is, it, it really does create true friendships sometimes. And um, I think that's where it should be used. I mean, obviously, with everything, you get a positive and a negative. But, right. yeah, I think if it's used in the right way, it can actually create this really good community of, of people. Yeah. Right. Okay. I just looked at Batgirl and Birds of Prey. Soups went in that one. What Batgirl was Really? It? Yeah. Okay. So somebody lied to me. 
block them on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I was thinking. You lied. Him with, you, you know, lied. Like blue and red on there, and I was like, I don't see. Yeah, no, you lied to me. <laughs> Blocked. Okay. Um, okay, Supergirl Rebirth number one came out, and apparently they mention, they don't show you, that she has a regeneration matrix. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, I found that out by, I went to someone I know who likes Lana. I wanted to see what their, they usually do reviews. So I went to, to theirs, and um, they said, mentioned that in Supergirl there was a regeneration matrix. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Batman, we're, we're scanning that for clues for what happened with Rebirth, right? Yeah, you, it, at the beginning, you know, they started off, and this is like Jeff Johns's initiative, where he he got the two, um, arguably, arguably the two best detectives, right, in the DC universe, Barry Allen and Bruce Wayne. I would argue Clark Kent and Lois Lane are better, um, investigators than both of them. But anyway, anyway. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, Puss doesn't have her own book. Oh, because too many losses. Oh, it's so confusing. It's so convoluted. Uh, anyway. Um, Ever. But, yeah, whatever. Hashtag, you're crazy. Um, but, yeah, you know, I've been disappointed with Batman as a title. Right. Because it's such a... How can I put this nicely? It's such an expected thing, you know. I I I I like um, you know, Batman. Batman is is one of my heroes. Um, but the thing is, it's like, really, you know, Tom King, you're going down this road, and he could pull one out. He could do something spectacular because. I was very impressed with his uh, run on Dick Grace, on Grayson. Right. And, you know, but I think he's sort of limited by the character of Bruce Wayne. Because Bruce Wayne is a very mopey character. And you can see that sort of coming through in this, where he's not allowed to be like Dick Grayson, you know. Well, yeah. Uh, where Grayson... Bruce. I mean, they literally... Yeah, I mean... Tom King literally wrote one issue where Dick Grayson is singing his own theme song, right? And, and you know, he does, like, this whole James Bond theme song for himself, right? And you can't do that with Batman. Because no. that would just be like, who had a brain transplant? <laughs> you so, know, um, I have a question. Who are these other people in the Batman book? Uh, Gotham Five Robins, right? He's got to have more people. This is Gotham and Gotham Girl. Um, oh, brother! These are yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me about it, right? Right, and and it gets worse, right? These are like the ancient spirits of Gotham that have come out to be their protector because they believe uh, Batman isn't a suitable protector for Gotham City. He's wearing a nice and... mask. How can he be ancient? Oh, he's wearing like uh, he was supposed to be more like a knight, if if you get what I mean. Like 
if you look at their crest, uh, they've got a very old English text uh, crest for the G. Right. Um, and he's got like the the belt, and uh, he's supposed to be like um, what you call those people that went on the search for the Holy Grail. The, the Crusaders. Roundtable? Yeah. Yeah, the Knights of the Round Table. That's what they're supposed to look like. And I was like, seriously? Seriously? That's what's happening? And so, yeah, it's it's bad. I don't know. I mean, it could some people like it. I don't. Well, I've seen this done before. Right. And so, and I've seen it done by Grant Morrison, who brought all this this ancient English sort of uh, lore and mythology into it. And, you know, he created Knight and Squire and stuff right. like that. Well, he didn't create Knight and Squire, but he, he revitalized Knight and Squire. Right. And, and the thing is, once you've seen it done by somebody who's actually lived there and who's, who's been there, done that, um, you know, he's Scottish and he lives in a castle and I'm he's like, I want to be Grant Morrison one day because I'd just love to be in that brain and understand one of his comics one time, just one time. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it, once I've seen it done with Batman in that context, I'm like Tom King sort of repeating himself or repeating what I've seen before. And it could be different. You know, it could honestly be different, but at this point in time, it's keeping very close to what I've seen in those comics. So, so was there any connection to what happened to create Rebirth? No, nothing. It's like Batman's completely forgotten. Oh, there was a giant pin that was put into his wall by a flash of lightning, and it's covered in a splodge of blood. And it's like he completely forgot about it. And I'm like, seriously? Seriously? What would happen? So you know? who's addressing the three Jokers? I don't know, because they haven't been mentioned. You know, it was this big reveal in Justice League, right. which flowed to, um, you know, the Mobius chair tells him something. And he's like, no, that right. can't be. It floated into Rebirth, where he says there's three Jokers, and we're like, okay, okay. And then now it's like, poof, gone. Like, I don't know if it's being addressed in Detective Comics, you know, because yeah, I, have not, I have not read Detective Comics at all. Um, I should probably, I don't know, maybe. I've got a lot of things to do. Yeah. Detective. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, basically, the Justice League shows up to help Batman. That's yeah. it. Am I right? Does Does Superman even say anything? Yeah. Hmm. He does. He said something about Batman's their friend and. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's got he's got a speech over here. Hello, Gotham. My name is Superman, and this is the Justice League. We're Batman's friends. And we greatly appreciate it if you would if you would surrender. Okay. Well, that's to the point, Clark. That's right on the the point there. Um, and then somehow magically Gotham 
is able to to punch Superman. Of course. And not have his hand broken. Okay. All right. Who's Mr. Thomas? Oh, I should really read this book. What's happening here? Okay. I think uh, I don't. I don't think Thomas is this guy that he's training to be his new Robin. Oh no! Not another one. He needs one more. He needs one more. It's not Damien. Why would he need another Robin? Because Damien's disappeared. We don't know where he is. Um. Well, excuse me, but Superman is gonna address. Was it Superman Ten? Which we're on five now, so yeah. So two and a half weeks from now, or two and a half yeah. months from now, they're gonna have. Batman and Damien versus Superman and John. Mhm. Dude, who is this guy? Oh my God! Gotham takes down the entire Justice League. He takes out the Flash with one punch. He's he's able to throw Diana when she lassos him. Wow! What even? Okay. Uh. Dark side in disguise? I don't know. I don't know. Dude, he takes down everybody. Okay, this is impossible. He he is able to break a Green Lantern's construct with a single punch. What is he? Yeah, why does Gotham need Batman? They got this guy and the chick. Yeah. I'm with Gotham. He's a better protector than Batman. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Here's his powers. I have strength, invulnerability, ultra vision. Oh my god. Okay. Ultra vision. Wow. Wow. You need 3D glasses with that? What? I I don't know. His eyes glow red. Of course. Uh huh. Okay, all right. This guy's like a god. Yeah, I figure it had to be something supernatural if he's punching out Clark. Yeah, uh-huh. And this Gotham girl is able to to fly. Okay. Uh, I, I, you know what? I will ask somebody. <laughs> I will ask somebody who reads this comic what the hell is happening. <laughs> because... It's like, what even? The pirate... Okay, okay, so there's a mention of Psycho Pirate. Hold on. Okay. Uh, Pirate was here because it could not stop the chaos that bleeds into the city. You hurt the soldiers. You told them you can fly them. Your parents were murdered. Oh, shame. Another murdered child's parents in Gotham. Whose parents got murdered this time? Gotham's parents. Of course. Uh huh. Yeah. Who's okay? Whose big idea is that all the superheroes have to have dead parents? I I don't know because you know what people it's a Marvel say, oh, thing, isn't it? It's a Marvel thing. I I truly think it's a Marvel thing. Um, is that a because, thing too? Because I mean, if you look at classically, right? Classically speaking. Okay, yes, Jorel and Lara w- w- died. Right. right. But Clark always got him back somehow, some way. 
but Clark never knew them. You know what I'm saying? Is he was he was literally according to the law, he is two months old when he was sent away from, yeah, from Krypton. Later, you know, he was raised by the Kent. Well, then they killed off the Kent. You know, and now he has absolutely nobody. You know, but usually he has like he goes to the Fortress of Solitude and Jarrell talks to him, or Jarrell and Laura talk to him, or you know, they go visit Krypton so everybody can see Krypton. You know, like it was, yeah, or, you know, or they go visit Kandor. You know, now there's none of that. It's like, oh yeah, if they do have Kandorians, they're all evil and they're all trying to kill Clark. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, people have parents and still turn out to be superheroes, amazingly. Yeah. I mean, Diana, she has her mother. Her right. mother's well and good. Yeah. But, well, I don't know, you know, since Meredith Finch fucked that up. Um, She made her into clay and then she was boiled in a pot. Right. And and she then became Donna. They used that clay to form Donna Troy. Right. And then... Because Ruck is fixing that. Right, because Greg Ruck is like, no, no. No, no, Hippolyta is alive, people. And we're like, please, yes, thank you. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. (laughs) Uh, so apparently these these this Gotham and this Gotham girl are like Kryptonians because they can fly. Uh, the in the indestructible or invulnerable rather not indestructible. They can shoot lasers from their eyes. And yeah. Huh. Okay. Wow, next issue. Next issue, Gotham Girl Year One. Gotham Girl Year One? Yeah, she she gets her own little uh, mini-issue. Come on! I I don't know. Who is this chick? I'm like, what? Okay, giving quote-unquote books to second-rate characters. Not even second rate, created literally for Rebirth. They are new character. So she's taking over the Batman book? Apparently. Why is it so important for us to know this Gotham girl anyway? I don't know. She's blonde. I mean, she could, this could be like an alternate reality Supergirl and. Clock? I don't know. Like okay. because I mean, Keeps. in the in the last page, in the last page, they copy very very similarly the death of Superman. Uh huh. Right, she's married to this to this Gotham dude. Right, Gotham and Gotham girl are married. Right. Okay. Uh, his name his name is Duke. I don't know what her name is. And oh, it's oh, it's her brother. Okay. Oh, oops. Yeah. Not not married. Yeah. Not incest. No, no, not incest. No, not incest. Brother. Um. 
So, okay, our peeps. Okay, so here's the question then. So, uh, is DCU going to go with peeps are seeping through the cracks of reality from other worlds? I don't know. I have to. You know what? I'm going to look up that multiversity thing and check the, if these people are in there because, it, it, I mean, like I was saying, I, I've, I, I've seen this before with Grant Morrison, so I don't know. Maybe. Right. So, maybe they are, they are, they are seeping through the reality streams and stuff. Right. Remember we had those worlds that had question marks on them. I don't think those were ever explained. No, there were three or four worlds that had question marks that even in the reveal where that whole multiverse, like we had, like we went to, um, you know, we went to the animated Bruce Tim world and we went to the cartoon world and um, psychedelic world. world. Uh, yeah, and those, those one world, world where there's pirates, yeah. the one, one world where there are pirates, and the one where they're all gender swapped, so it's like Wonder Man and right. Aqua Woman and all that sort of stuff. And but there were four that were never revealed. Right. So is this where these peeps are coming from? Uh, I mean, it could be because, like, you know, we were discussing. I said, I think Jeff Johns is smart enough to understand what Morrison was writing. Oh yeah. And could be using elements from because we've we've discussed it between ourselves where we say there's a lot of more Morrison influence than we actually thought of because we were too silly to to realize it. <laughs> right, and the other thing is that if I remember correctly, Jeff and Grant worked on the series 52 together as well as Keith Giffen and a bunch a bunch of the, those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, yep. So he's very familiar with probably a lot of Grant's ideas because, you know, they're not just going to sit around and, you know, oh, you know, he, you know Grant's going to go off and say, oh, I'm thinking about this and blah, 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 and Jeff's going, oh, and they're going to, you know, riff off each other and all this kind of stuff because that's how creation works. So, yeah, mm-hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, because they had to get multiversity out. Yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, so that I think that's why they allowed Morrison to stay in the past in action, because he's like, I'm not jumping into that mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Mess. Um, yeah. Oh, I didn't see this. Um, the gentry... Oh. Okay. Okay, hold the on. Commander. Sure. Yeah, the gentry is known as the all-powerful empty hand. Uh-huh. Mm. They have all these and empty they have hands a, showing up. So. Yeah, and they have a hell machine. Yeah, remember it was that god-awful monster with the multiple eyes and everything? Oh, okay. Ugh, yeah, okay. That thing that gave me nightmares. Yeah. Plus, right. it's interesting, the guy who um, developed the list of Morrison Superman stories, the first one he chose was Action Number 9, which had, you know, the corporate 
idea of Superman, you know, destroying everything. And Mm -hmm. um, he killed off Jimmy right away, and Clark was badly burned, and Lois, you know, they had been through the mill, because they had created Jimmy, you know, Clark and Lois and Jimmy had created this character using, you know, musical tones and stuff. And that's the other thing, you know, I guess we're going to have to look for musical tones. I don't know. Uh, Maybe not. But I was like, because I love that issue, because Grant was just really putting it to DCE. I mean, (laughs) and Warner Brothers, you know. He was just really putting it to him, and I just love that issue. And then you start out after that, you do um, some JLA that he did. It's like I think it's one through nine, and then Multiversity one, and then I mean it's you know it's quite a reading list. But you start reading stuff, and you're going, oh yeah, okay, that kind of connects, yeah. So you, you know what I love about is. Um, Holly gave me homework where I had to read Grant Morrison's entire work history, I think. Uh, my brain was finished. Exploded. Yeah, that's that list. That's, you know, Grant Morrison's Superman list. And the guy put it in yeah. first, supposedly. And what I love about his work, is, especially his DC work, because I haven't read anything else. Like, right. I don't I haven't read his Marvel list, work. And it's all about Superman. Um, yeah, what I love is that the center of his universe is Superman and Lois Lane. Yep. Full stop. Um, he believes Superman can solve any problem. Like if the if the multiverse is in jeopardy, he gives it to Superman to solve. Yep. Um, he gives Superman these power sets, but you can see where they originate from, and it's so intelligent how he uses. You know what? That that's what he gives Superman is this gravitas in intelligence i mean he just makes superman super you know there's there's no holding back um and also all his work when you read jla and then you go and you read um final crisis or you read the 52 right everything connects to multiversity to Whatever, right? It's it's reoccurring themes, it's reoccurring villains, and then they all sort of connect. Yeah. And it's it's real world building, and you can see Jeff Johns does the same thing. Oh yeah. He uses he uses these unknown characters. That you're like, Grant Morrison, where did you pull that character out from? And then you're like, Jeff Johns, I didn't even know this character existed. You know. Yeah. And he uses those characters because. They are important. They all are important. Right. And I, and, oh, I, just, so I just checked for you. So. Yeah, I just checked for you. Um, Earth 24, Earth 25, um, Earth 46, and Earth 49 have never been revealed in the Multiversity Guidebook. Right. So yeah, they could be aces up the sleeve that they're that they're holding on to. You know, maybe Jeff Johns went to Grant Morrison and said, "Dude, what's with these these four planets that have question marks?" And Grant is like, "Well, Jeff, let me educate you." 
Or Grant says, when you guys get your shit together, let me know and I'll come back. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and Jeff Johns is like, I'll fix that right away, Mr. Morrison. I'm off to do that. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because cause Jeff Johns is pretty close there. there he's, he's in London. He's taking care of business with the Justice League. So, could pop by to Scotland and say, hey, Morrison. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So, Nightwing. Nightwing. <laughs> yeah, the first couple of pages, because it was just him and Raptor, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the best part is Barbara, who gets in Yep. Because she thinks uh, Dick allowed somebody to be killed. Yeah. And... She gives uh, Dick a real good talking to. Mm-hmm. She's worried that, you know, yeah. he's going to be screwed up or be dead again, you know, because they don't she's, they don't know who this raptor dude is anyway, so. Mm-hmm. And they get very touchy-feely. Yeah. They get whispers in the ears. They get touched. I mean, listen, listen. Barbara Gordon's feeling up Dick Grayson, which is what we all would do if we were in this situation. Oh, yeah. Um, Hello. But, yeah, listen, don't be afraid to admit it. We'd all do it. Um, And what I love is that Barbara is the heart of the story. And she's, she's sort of trying. She's the one thing that's keeping him connected to to his family, to Gotham, to to who he is. And, yeah, Tim Seeley. Tim Seeley, is it? Who's writing this? Yeah, Tim Seeley. Who actually got Tim a Seeley. contract with DCE now, so. Yeah, apparently he's going to be writing Nightwing for the foreseeable future. Because I, you know, I said congratulations. Uh, and I said, I hope we get to see more Dick and Babs. And he says, you'll be seeing a lot more Dick and Babs for the foreseeable future, so. Cool. Cool, yeah. I love it, yeah. So while she's trying to figure out what he's into and what's going on and what this raptor dude's about, you know, she reminds him that he stood her up for the date. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. And she says, also well, casually. She's superhero <laughs> stuff. So, yeah, they go into this house of horrors. Um, what are they trying to find? I forget. They're trying to find something to get um, over the court of owls. Yeah. It's some mystical object. I have no idea. Um, but, yeah, they're trying to find something that uh, can take down the parliament of owls. The parliament, the court of owls. I know it's a parliament of owls. That's what you call them. Yeah. Um, n- not a court, so yeah, okay. But anyway, <laughs> apparently they have voting. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's an English idiom, okay? Like Who knows what the English were thinking? Yeah, like a regal yeah, it's court like a, to now it's uh parliament. Good. It's like a pride of lions, a troop of monkeys, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. A school of whales. Because wheels teach you stuff. 
I don't know. And I don't know, were they saying all oh, the children in school are whales? I don't know. You know, it's the English. Who knows what they were thinking of? So they find this guy. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, we find out that Raptor isn't so into the Court of Owls, Parliament of Owls either. Mm. And, yeah. So, Bab gets on Dick's case about, you know, Batman taught you to inspire fear in criminals, not help them play sick pranks and steal money, Nightwing. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Dick, he's getting so misunderstood. I know. And his gift to Barbara cracked. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Oh. So, like his poor broken heart. <laughs> yeah, well, they have this other guy show up called Dr. Leviticus. Mm. And he's the cure for whatever. Yeah. There's a whole lot of stuff here. There's a mad inventor with a book of wisdom. I don't know. You know, I'd I'd trust Dick to solve the mystery of rebirth before Batman. <laughs> yeah. Interesting they're doing Dr. Leviticus. I don't know if you've ever read Leviticus, but okay. Um, okay, so that's Nightwing. Would you recommend mm-hmm. it? I mean, yeah, if you like Nightwing, if you like Barbara Gordon. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, this is how to write a story right. where you want people to come back. You know, you you know some writers say, Oh, stay tuned, you're gonna see it later, you're gonna see it develop, blah blah blah. But this is actually giving you a taste of development. There's a misunderstanding between them. There's still this chemistry, there's still this heart between them. There's a, there's this profound love story between them. But like all good love stories there has to be a misunderstanding somewhere, and then later you obviously know or hope that they're going to solve it, right? Right. And so that this is how you write a good formation of a story, where you give somebody, you don't give somebody, you know, a woof of a soup. You give them a taste of it and say, do you want more? You know, right. that's how you, you bring them back. and. What I love about this is it's a good, proper detective mystery. And that's why I love the title, Better Than Batman. Because at the moment, I mean, detective comics aside, because I have not read detective comics, this is a better detective story than I've been reading in Batman. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, people told me, oh, if you don't like Batman, you should be reading All-Star Batman because I read the reviews and stuff and people were not mincing their words towards Tom King. They were like, you know, this is how you do Batman. This is real Batman. But I will not support anything John Romita Jr. touches because he hates Superman. Right. And I'm sorry, Scott Snyder, that you got saddled with him. But I've seen some of the art from that book, and it's ridiculous. 
I mean, Batman's literally jumping across two pages, and his legs are split like a like a gymnast from from the Olympics or something, and it splits across the two pages. And I'm like, what is even going on here? Yeah, well, that's what they get for hiring Romita. Um, yeah, I should have left him in Marvel. Yeah. Justice League. I got the, um, who did this? The Paquette um, variant cover on this one. Oh, okay. Wow, cool. Yeah. Oh, this is awesome. So Yeah, it's a good cover. And apparently it's going to be a massive joining cover with Wonder Woman. We, we saw that, yes, uh, last week. Or previous to that, um, is Wonder Woman. It's going to be a massive seven joining cover. So, yeah. So, I like I like Superman has the American flag on here. Yeah, so. that's good. So this mm-hmm. the Extin- extinction machine part three, and this is a global thing. There's stuff going on in Australia and Japan and Russia. Okay, the Russia guy, there's the, this thing, the kindred. And that looks, yeah. doesn't that look like Dr. Manhattan? I mean, come on. It looks very, from what I have seen of Dr. Manhattan, I will keep telling this to people. I have not read Watchmen. I do not want to read Watchmen. Uh, I know I'm going to have to when this whole two worlds come colliding. But I refuse to. I refuse to. Well, but from what I have seen, from what I have seen, this these these kinders, all of the the kindred, sorry, um, they all look like variants of Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, and there's multiple ones of them. There's a red one. There's a green one. There's a blue one. There's a purple one. There's a whatever. Yep. Okay, so, um, so you got the Justice League fighting them and all the things apparently they create to attack. Mm-hmm. And I think it's souls that they're stealing from the people of right, Earth, right? And and they're making them into like minions. Um, or it could be because these things have said they've come from other worlds, so it could be. Maybe the people that they've stolen from those other worlds. Right. Um, I don't know. Well, but yeah, they, they... The Eradicator had all Krypton souls in him. Yeah, I was like, okay, all right. Where did this come from? <laughs> and didn't Rao have something to do with souls as well? Rao basically um, channeled all the people of Earth um, because, you know, we all have solar energy within ourselves, right? Right. Um, and so in, I know in, in, in Eastern cultures, um, they believe very heavily in this, that we have, you know, chi or, or, or whatever that you, whatever you want to call it, life energy, right? Right. And so he channeled all our solar life energy. And he the more he would get, the more powerful he would get. I don't know how the story ended, so I can't tell you how to defeat him or whatever, but nobody knows how the story ended. Um, 
but yeah, that's what he was collecting. And he collected that from Krypton as well when the Green Lantern and who was it? Green Lantern and somebody went back in time. Like 20,000 yeah. years or something. 150,000 yeah. years. 150,000 years, yeah. And um, that's what he did on Krypton as well. So he he stole people's life energy. Okay, so there's a bunch of quakes on the Earth, you know, kind of like now. And Yeah, yeah. Lois is talking to John. She says, John, go play. Your dad and I need to talk. It's important. He says, is it about all the quakes? Is Dad going to <laughs> save the world again? She goes, maybe. Go play. <laughs> so um, Lois says, I'm not sure what you want me to say, Clark. He says, maybe a goodbye. Don't you dare. He goes, Lois, I, she says, don't talk to me like this. It's some trip to Metropolis to stop Luther or the damn toy man. We both know you that this, damn it, I said I wasn't going to cry. And he gra- he comes behind her, grabs her shoulders and says, Lo- Lois. And then she goes underneath his chin and she says, I know. He says, if it it is dangerous, but if I don't try, it could mean the life of every family on earth. If I don't do this, you and John will die. She says, if you do this, you will. And he says, I came back before. She says, not here. We've already seen it doesn't work like that here. <laughs> <laughs> and Clark says, Lois. She says, I know you have to. I know the man I married, the man I love. You wouldn't be him if, if you didn't do this. And he says, I am coming back, Lois, and that's a promise. You and John, that's every reason I need. And so they embrace with the mm-hmm. flying. And and it's a family thing. Yeah, he he's hugging his entire family and he gives Lois his cape, which is so romantic. Yeah. And so he turns to Batman and he says, right, let's get this done. Hmm. And so then Cyborg comes out of a boom tube. I will never get used to that. I just think that's the most stupidest idea ever. Mm-hmm. So Cyborg comes out and says, okay, so Batman, Batman filled me in, so all you need to do is travel to the Earth's core and take out those extinction machines, for lack of a better description. I can boom tube you in, but I can't get you out. Of course not. I won't know of where course. B, given the pressures and extreme temperatures down there, I can't risk opening a tube coming back this way. And Clark says, anything else I should know? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? New 52 Superman would have never been this confident. He would have been like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Cyborg, you've got to get me out. Okay, so he says, whatever those things are, they've been there for a long time. They're holding position against all the currents in the molten outer core. They've been, uh, and so Batman continues, they've been able to withstand the pressure of 17,000 atmospheres and heat like the surface of the sun. They won't be easy to destroy. (laughs) Anything encouraging? We hear a big boom and we see Lois kneeling beside John and they're grasping the cape. As it blows, there's Kate Bourne. 
So Clark goes into the middle of the earth. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah, no sweats. <laughs> he's, well, right now he's in the boom too, but he's getting there. And so then, oh, Cyborg goes, ugh. Man, I, it was hard keeping it open with all that pressure. Hope to God he's okay. I can't believe he's going into the court. You told him to. Hello. You Lois, idiot. Lois walks up to Batman, points a finger at him, and says, if he dies, I'm holding you responsible. And, and she walks off, and John comes up to him and goes, hey, Batman, you want a cookie? <laughs> So Bat- oh, I love this kid. I love this kid uh, so much. So Bats grabs John because there's a big explosion because something's wrecking there in the field, and Batman yells down. Mm-hmm. So Cyborg says, Batman, you get them out of here because he's got both Lois and John. He says, I've got this, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I want to see the scene in Justice League um, where Batman is protecting Lois because... He was threatened by the flash that came from the future, and he said, yo, Lois is the key, man. Keep her safe. <laughs> you better be okay. on her white on rice. Don't let her even get her hangnail, man. <laughs> yeah, like, don't even let her get a splinter. She could get an infection, and, and like, you keep her safe. She's the key. <laughs> yeah, so I love that Batman understands. You never saw him doing this or being so accepting of the foe man. Right? Right. He was afraid of them. Here, he's embracing the Superman and keeping his family safe. Right. Uh, this is what Batman to do. This is how I remember my world's finest. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I remember Batman. The 52 soups was so squirrely. You know? True. And you just never know what he was going to do because he was all over the place. And we're like, this isn't Superman. Who is this guy? Who is this guy? Did you? Who, what is he? A clone? Is this guy a clone? <laughs> because, you know. I was so I was so sure he was a Bizarro Superman. So, yeah. But so, well, we got real Clark back. But you know, they're not going to be able to keep him. You know, we know that. As much as they said, well, we have two two Lawasas, and we can't have two Lawasas because people will get confused. Yeah, they read Grant Morrison in action, and they'll get confused by two Lawasas. Excuse me. Yeah. They read. They have so much confidence in us. Confused. There's two Lawasas. What do you want more? You know, fans. What? Yeah, it 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 instills so much confidence. In the Superman fans, I mean, literally, people who have been Superman fans for ages have come back to comics, right? And they're like, when I told, like, some people who had left and had come back, and I told them, this is what, you know, the a DC publicist has to say about, you know, Lois and having two Loises, and they're like, Dude, we, you know, we've read all the Silver Age stuff. If we can keep up with that, we can keep up with anything. And I'm like, I read Grant Morrison. I may not be able to keep up, but I knew what was going on. Okay. Excuse me. Minus Superman pen. red, Superman blue. Hello. Yeah. You know what? Uh, minus Pax Americana, I know everything that happened in Multiversity. Okay. Right. Because 
Apex Americana. What? What? Nobody knows what was going on there. Um, I have to reread but it. But mine is... It's not on my list. I, I, I couldn't reread it. It was... It's one of those things that you're like, mm, no, I don't feel like scrambled eggs for brains today. Well... But, yeah, I I can keep up with two Lois Lane, two Superman. Yeah, I, very much. this is just a cop-out to me. It's, well, it, it's convoluted having two Loises. Well, no, it's not, because I was yelling... Where's the new 52 Lois, man? She's not in the books anymore. What are they going to do with her? Oh, she's going to be Superwoman for like five minutes. She didn't even get five panels, please. So, yeah, and that's the other thing we did on Twitter this week, right? Oh, yeah, we ranted and raved about Superwoman. (laughs) Yeah, if they think we're going to go away because, you know, well, you have Lana here. And we're going to build up. Okay, this is the other thing. Jimenez is going to build her world, okay, Lana's world, okay. If Lois ever gets resurrected, how is she going to fit in? Exactly, yeah. And, you know, he's going to make, I think Natasha's going to be gay. Was she gay before? No. Okay, she's gay now, I think. Okay. And... Gen- I, well, I think I she was. Gen 13, huh? I think she was. I, I'm not sure, but she didn't come out. Let's put it that way. Okay. Yeah, but I think she was very, um, how can I put hinted, let's put it that It was hinted at that. Yeah, and, you know, he's got a, I think her producer is Arabic, Arab, of Arab yeah. or something. I don't care. Yeah. You know, and then people are like, oh, diversity. I'm like. No, no. You know what? I've I've been reading all his interviews. Right. And I, so. And the thing is when, yeah, I know you have. You give me the links. Um, The thing is when you have somebody who is um, begging you to read the comic. Yeah. And uh, he's using. Uh, I'm sorry to say this, it may sound a little bit bitchy, but um, where he's using all these past experiences of his life, where you don't see a connection of what it has to do with Lois Lane. Right. Right. You don't see a connection of what the sad sob story has to do with Lana Lane. Well, here's the thing. He was interviewed, I believe it's a gay uh, blog, and... Right. We're talking about that part of his aspect of his life and all that kind of stuff, and you know how he got started at DC and and right. that kind of thing. Okay, but and it really didn't have anything to do with you know the story itself. But, exactly. No, that's, not, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And and I and I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I you know me. I have no phobias against people except people who are evil, right? Right. And the thing is, I'm a very accepting person of whatever you do, whatever, you know, to each is their own. And thing is, I mean, minus the fomances and people who do truly evil things in the world, I don't hate any one group of people. Right. And the thing is, I don't, okay, it may be from a gay uh, uh, site, social site where they interviewed him. 
but it literally had nothing to do with the story and the title says how it ties into superwoman and so i was expecting that to see something from there like where his personal experiences come into effect with superwoman and it's not right it has absolutely nothing to do with lois lane's very short arc in a story in a book that was marketed as a Lois Lane book, right? And and that's my main beef, is that I don't want you now to come and beg me to read this book because you realize, oh, I made a mistake, okay, by killing off Lois and by um, making her fans angry and, oh, geez, there's a lot of them and we're going to need their money to make this successful. And I'm going to tell it to everybody that this is not a Lois Lane book. I thought. This was, it, was it, 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 was marketed, it was marketed as a Lois Lane book, and we got duped. Like, nobody's... Yeah, it was fraud, you know, we, actually. Yeah, we were made of fools. We were being sold. Well, you know... It was, it was for lack of a better word, DCE is a grifter. It was a con. Yeah, you know, it's like being, and people, you know, I love the analogy that Maya did for her article. I don't want to use that uh, because her article hasn't come up. But it's like being sold, for example, the the prime cut off steak, and what you get is mincemeat, yeah, right? Right. And the thing is, if people don't know about mince, mince is literally everything that they throw away, they mince it up and they give it to you. Yeah. Which is why you should always grind your own beef or meat yeah. or chicken or whatever because you don't you know what you get in there. in mincemeat. But the thing about it is yeah. that, okay, here's the story. He went to Dan DiDio. He said, you know, he never drew Superman. He didn't really like to do that. They were going to put him on action with Hitch. And uh-huh. then, then they decided to do Rebirth. So Jurgens was going to do... Hitch couldn't do action because they said, oh, it's going to be bi-weekly. Well, Hitch says, I can't do it. And then Phil says, well, I can't do it because, you know, he's slow, um, apparently. And um, so they came up with this other character, as he put it. This was the character he was hired to do. This was the character that was presented to him. He did his research. Mm -hmm. He told us he did his research on PACS. Lana Lang, but Mm -hmm. from what we can tell, he didn't do anything about what was happening to Lois during that time. But he was hired to write, supposedly, Superwoman at Lana Lang. Okay? Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, he's a pro. He's going to have to go at it like, you know, it's the best thing since sliced bread, blah, blah, blah. I understand that. But the thing about it is, is that Probably editorial says, well, you're going to have to kill Lois. Uh-huh. And so, and he was worried about that. He was worried about that because, you know, and so, you know, now he's giving us, you know, it's basically the same crap we used to get from Pac. Sorry, dude. Down the road, in a little while, you know, stick with it for the next few months, you know. 
this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, we've been down that road so many times. You know, we're going to go over to the diner and have lunch, and you can let us know when shit starts happening. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. There are other comics out there that are giving me Clark and Lois that I would rather buy. Right? I'd rather buy Justice League. I'd rather buy Wonder Woman. And to be quite honest, I'm really looking forward to Trinity because Francis Manipal told me, I don't know how real, how true this is, right? But he said on Instagram that you have to have Lois Lane when you're doing a Superman story. And he said the biggest, the biggest gripe that he had when he did his um, Superman Thing for Justice League was that editorial told him he couldn't use Lois. And he told them, he, he said, how can you do a story without Lois Lane? You know, he, he told, he said it was the same thing when he was doing Flash. They, he, they were specifically Iris. told, yes, they were specifically told, you cannot use Iris. And he said, how the heck can I do a story without iris and he said and he's now now that rebirth is fin- uh, you know out and they're doing an iris centric story where there's no patchy spivot thank the lord um and stuff like that he says i've always left hints that this is who barry loves um like whenever barry is uh around iris right his lightning is drawn to her. He's, he actually does, a, a, there's this a panel where he does, um, where Barry's uh, lightning forms a heart around uh, Iris, and he says, that's what I always wanted to do. I just couldn't do it. And so now he's doing the thing where, spoilers for Trinity, there's going to be a dinner between the Trinity and Cock takes Lois to to dinner with Bruce and Diana and he says you know there's going to be obviously Diana and Lois have met in action so they're civil and they're like girlfriends towards each other and then Batman's just like the worst host in the world and he's hosting this formal dinner and Clark's like trying to be fun you know And, and Bruce is just like I don't know you you're not my friend blah 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 and Diana and Lois share this exchange like, oh, my God, these guys, you know. Um, but, yeah, you know, I would rather buy a book like that. Right. Compared to where Lois Lane gets turned into dust. Well, and, you know, we've been with the New 52 since the beginning. We were told, you know, Superman without his human tethers, you know, but apparently we didn't get the fine print where except Lana Lang. Uh, you know, and making her, you know, Lois was never allowed to report anything much. Oh, yeah, they'd show her in a panel with no words with a headline. But we didn't see her investigating or, you know, going to Perry and saying, I got this story, it's hot, we got to do this, blah, blah, blah. No, none of that, you know. So it might, you know, interfere with the splash page. And... You know, to me, Jimenez stepped into a big pile of shit that he didn't know about 
Because I still think that Lee and Harris and Berganza have control over Superman. But what's the caveat? Here's the caveat. Jurgens is taking action to number 1,000. Yes. Now, the only way you could do that is if the book is selling. Okay. Mm-hmm. The idea that the mafia came up with wasn't selling. Action was in dire straits. And that that's just wrong on so many levels. So I think mm-hmm. that Jurgens has... You know, like Rucka with Wonder Woman, Jurgens has told, and he is also like, I don't think they're going to Eddie. I think they're going to Dan. And they talk about characters and you know how will this work, you know, and all this kind. Of, can I do this? Or, you know, well, no, because we're doing this, you know, that kind of thing. So, but I don't know what Eddie does anyway, because you know he doesn't even look up Pakistanian big doofus. Um, and. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know, maybe still blackmailing his boss. But, um, and I think, you know, Rucka has control over Wonder Woman, you know, and to the point where he's like, I'm not having that cover on my book. It, yeah, I mean. Change that, you know. Did, did you did you see the originals that Frank Cho so proudly posted? Oh, my God, he has Diana in, and I'm not kidding, Porn poses. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. So yeah. I would also Rock have like, been, no, that's like, not what we're going for here. Yeah, he, he showed, he posted it on his, I don't know what, what his, his art site or whatever, his blog site, whatever it is. Um, You know those rough sketches that artists do? Right. Of what pose she's going to be in? She's literally like, um, there's one where she has a spear and she's like, pole dancing with the spear and I'm like huh what you know who thought this guy was appropriate you know um but yeah they uh, and he's still whining and bitching about it he's still like Greg Rucker took creative control away from me and now they've replaced him with a much better artist right to be quite honest right um also, she's female, so I was like, yay, more female creative power on, you know, one woman's book. Right. Um, and, yeah, yeah, Frank Cho makes me laugh. Yeah, so, um, and I think Hitch has, you know, because what they did to JLA, I think he's got, you know, hey, this is the way we're going. And I think Jeff has some say about that. Now, the Superwoman uh-huh. thing... I don't see that as a Jeff idea. Nope. Unless it serves some kind of purpose, like Lana eventually dies and Lois comes back. I'll buy the book then. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I think, you know, they use Phil like they used us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, let me make this perfectly clear. I, again... I follow Charles Soule, right? Right. And the thing is, I have no personal beef against the people who have to do what they have to do to to make ends meet. Yeah, well, the key. Right? A job, job is yeah. a job is a job, yeah. right? 
And the thing is, I have no beef with them as personal or as, but I can reserve the right to have beef with the story they have presented me with. Right. Right. I refuse to to be a part of the superwoman thing until it's a Lois Lane-centered book. Right. right. And I don't see that happening because we saw solicits for it. And, oh, Lana Lang's getting her own cover. Oh, my God, it's going to sell like hotcakes. Yeah, I'm the next you. cover is Lana Lang in her electric suit, even though oh, she's already it's... taken on the super suit. Yeah, and she's and she's holding Lois's cape. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's enough proof for me to show me that it's going to be Lana Lang as Superwoman. Right. Some some people are still very hopeful. Uh, if for me to say, you are more hopeful and more optimistic than me, that's like putting it mildly. Like, I still remember when the four months came out, I said, no, no, it'll only last six months. Yeah, that's what six everybody months thought. Came, like, <laughs> I was like, don't worry, it'll only, you see, because they included... Um, they included Fiora and things like that from Man of Steel. She's a very popular character. And now they're putting it in the, the storyline. Don't worry, it'll only last another six months, three years down the line. I'm like, don't worry, it's going to go away, right? And eventually it did. But, you know, for me, I held on, right? Uh, and I'm done with, with that. Right. Well, I'm done. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I guess I don't understand it because, you know, we've already been through down this road before. We got majorly punked. They lied to us. It was fraud. It was a bait and switch. Um, and they're like, well, no, you know, it's still. He's going. You know, he said, just, you know, give it a few books. And I'm like, okay. He also said that they had to. Be careful with the six months of covers that they were going to show before the book even got published because, you know, solicits are three months in advance. So they had to yeah. be careful with those, you know, to not reveal that Superwoman isn't Lois, but he didn't say it that way, but Superwoman is Lana. He's never actually come out and said Superwoman is Lana. But in the book, we were both Superwomen. We're both Superwoman. Now on, was it four in October or three? Which one are we getting in October? What, what solicits did we just get? Um, I think it's it's oh, four. Okay. So it comes out once every month. Right. So August, September, October. So August? November. August, we got November solicits. Yeah. And so number four is how neurotic Lana is, like, being haunted by everybody that ever died on her. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I really want to see Horrible 2.0. Yeah, I really don't care about that, you know. Oh, poor pitiful me. People have died in my life. Okay, you know, Clark lost an entire planet and his adopted parents and in his own life right now, you know, and I'm sitting there going, uh, you don't have that much to be bitching about. 
You know, she's got a right. life. She's got, you know, she's got a career. She's got a family. She's got a boyfriend. You know, they have science, you know, and she's bitching <laughs> and popping pills. Well, ever since Clark died, no, honey, you were off your nut before that. True. Yeah. She you needed awesome. anger management. Anybody who, you know, sucker punches somebody, I'm mad at you. Well, get over it. You know, and she's never once apologized. No. No. But, you know. And you know what it is? You know what it is? It's that same reoccurring thing from the New 52 where you don't have to be responsible for your actions. Mm-mm. No, because you're blaming somebody else for making you do that. You're playing the yeah, yeah, it's, And it's like, wait a minute. No, honey. Yeah, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't like Lois said, punch me, Lana, punch me, I dare you, you know. She made me She made me angry, and I had to punch her. Okay, that's like, not rational, that's not, yeah, that's playing the freaking victim. And victims victimize I mean, everybody else. I'm a exactly. victim, you know, so in I'm South Africa. a victim too. You know, in South Africa, you can actually get put in jail. Um for pointing a finger at somebody because that's declared, um, you know, if, if you're in anger, you point at somebody and or you, or, or you don't even have to have physical contact, you can get put in in jail for being abusive towards that person. So the thing is, we're very, we're very, we don't like violence in our country. Um, the thing is, People, you know, I hate that reoccurring theme of the New 52 where people can just do whatever they want and they can walk around like emo, the world is against me people. Right. And Lana Lang is the prime example of that. Yeah. She's just bizarre. And, you know, mm-hmm. so we're supposed to feel sorry for Lana because all these people died in her life, and now they're haunting her. Oh, I hope that yeah, no. haunts the hell. No. Yeah, I hope, you know, Steele leaves her. Poor Steele. He does not deserve Lana Lang. Yeah. Well, they have signs like, together, you- but I think she probably, you know, smacks him in his sleep when he's not wearing a suit. Yeah, well, have you ever seen Steel without the suit? He's constantly Not really. wearing it. He's constantly wearing it because Lana Lang smacks him all over. I'm I telling you. All kinds of superpowers. Poor Steel. Yeah. So, anyway. But anyway, so Justice Lee. in the center of the earth, and he goes, This is worse than I thought. Much worse. Heart, you know, heat's bad, really bad. Can't see, pressure squeezing my head. Can't get my bearing, bearings. Currents strong, can't fly. And meanwhile, Mr. Boom Tube and Bats, uh, <laughs> Bats is like, keep moving, get around the side of the house, he's telling Lois and John. And then Cyborg says, there's that signal again. Could it be these things? Is the signal them altering my sonics to match the frequency? See what happens? Maybe it could confuse them. 
And uh, is that Lois or Bat is saying, they're all going away? Lois. <laughs> yeah, and then Bat says, Victor. And so they go after Victor. Oh, darn. Uh, and oh, darn. And mm-hmm. we have a yellow kindred uh, Dr. A- Dr. Manhattan guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and a giant empty hand. Dun, dun, dun. Y'all. So then Wonder Woman's in space, and she says, um, the song has faded, but my kindred call, it is time. So something much uh-huh. from the kindred. Yeah, Wonder Woman's not in space. She's been swallowed by the kindred. Oh, so she's got a black kindred with purple spots? Um, I don't know what color he is. Oh. In, you know, on the outside, oh. but yeah, yeah. I think it's that one that that looks like. If you look at the next page, there's there's, there's a dark guy, or uh, or the purple guy. Yeah. You know, the power of stars shine in me could be that guy. Okay. So then the the yellow guy is in Canada. Okay. <laughs> so we've got the green guy saying the light of the color spectrum flows through me. The purplish guy says the power of the stars shines in me. The yellow guy says the magic is returned. Oh, goody, magic. And just what Clark means. Our <laughs> have awakened. And the red guy says speed and motion are mine again. Okay. Mm-hmm. So one guy's in charge of the speed force. Yeah, the red guy. One guy, yeah, one guy's from Atlantis. He's the ancient magic. Right. Um, the green dude was probably the guy who's affecting the Green Lantern because he says the color spectrum flows through me. So that's all the lantern powers. Right. And the other one is probably the one that one woman met in Russia, and he says the power of the stars. So that's cosmic energy, which is what Dr. Manhattan has, uh, flows through him. So, yeah, together, these people are kind of very dangerous. Um, yeah, and they don't have any gonads, so can't trust them. Yeah, so... <laughs> And they're giant. Yeah, very dangerous. They're giant. very dangerous. Because, you know, that's not shrubbery. That's trees. No, yeah, that's that's trees, yeah. Yeah. So, Clark, got to get under control. Heat and pressure like being cooked. Barely open my eyes. Need to find these things. Uh, ow, found one. Heat vision. No, stupid. Hotter here than I can make it. I don't know what to do. And so... The next one's called Shattered World. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Will Quirky get out of the center of the earth? Well, he should be majorly superpowered down there. He should. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. The best book of the week. Oh, I can't believe we just said that. (laughs) Huh? I can't believe we just said that. We are literally giving Peter Tomasi the best book of the week. He he um, redeemed himself in this one. He did. In my eyes, 
I mean, I'm still weary of him. I know. Right? But in, in my eyes, and from what I've seen that's coming, um, he's redeemed himself. Yeah. In Superman 5. Yeah. But, you know, we know he's going to trip and fall sometime. Uh, yeah, and, and, and we were being very civil to each other. We were talking about it on um, Twitter, and I was like, dude, I really loved Superman number five, and he says, if I won you over, I'm, over, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, that's true, because he said... Because I ripped him apart. I ripped him apart every time an issue of the four came out. <laughs> he knows me. <laughs> yeah. So... Apparently, they are building up some Lois Lane after they killed one. Uh. So, 238,900 miles from Earth. That would be the moon, I believe. Look, the lunar module and a rover. John and Lois are on the moon. Fucking on the moon. Okay. Um, It's the Marsh of Decay site where Apollo 15 landed. I can see the plaque they left behind. Can you still hear me over the comlink, Clark? <laughs> That's Lois. Loud um, low. Oh. What? I'm reading. I'm reading the wrong one. <laughs> Which one are you reading? I'm reading number four. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> so Lois says, um, how long before we get to get where we're going? <laughs> Lois is one of those kids. Are we there yet? Oh, uh, uh, and Clark says, few minutes, you you okay? And John's like, check out the flag, Mom. It's close enough to touch. She goes, that's nice, Jonathan. And yes, Clark, I'm fine. So he's taking, he's got him in this vehicle, uh, space vehicle, and he's taking him to the moon. She says, just didn't think we'd be facing the eradicator and going to the moon all in one day. I know you've got a lot on your mind, darling, but a little tour guiding would go a long way to keep me from getting nervous about the sudden absence of light outside. And Clark says, we've crossed over to the dark side of the moon, guys. Everybody get your Pink Floyd out. (laughs) NASA or any other satellites can't pick us up. And Jonathan says, Dad, why did we run and leave all those people with the eradicator? Clark says, Sun Tzu said, you will win who knows when to fight and when not to fight. And she goes, son, who? (laughs) And Lois says, your father's taking this battle to another place to keep Metropolis safe, a place that allows him not to hold back. And Clark says, your mother's got it right, kiddo. And also because any direct battle with Eradicator could be making it worse for the Kryptonian souls he's got trapped inside him. And and I need to hide you both so I can take care of the eradicator. And Lois goes, big guy goes, so you're putting us in a crater? <laughs> <laughs> well, Lois, um, you may not know this since you're pre-Flashpoint, but No. 52 Clark was always in a crater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he lived in craters. So... Uh, Pre-52 Clark says, it's still a work in progress, not completely up and running yet. Slip into your seat harnesses. We're heading down. How did you find this place, Clark? Took a page from Batman's playbook. (laughs) Started him shadowing me, so I decided to shadow him a few times. Ended up 
secretly trailing him here and discovered he's been busy. Um, so then they're in this, they're in the crater that's been rebuilt for Batman. It says access tunnel mm-hmm. built and pressurized, O2 level equalized and safe for breathing. Clark's pulling Lois out of the vehicle and says, working on experiments and ex- equipment that if it all went sideways, wouldn't put innocence at risk in Gotham. And Lois goes, what's that horrible sound? Did we set off an alarm? And Clark says, no need to worry. They're just basic sentry probes on attack mode. And John's got his cape on, too, which is cool. And we see what Batman's alarm system is. It's um, bat. And a (laughs) cyborg bat. He says, to protect his bat cave. Everywhere he goes, he has a bat game. So Clark protects Lois and John from the bats. And then <laughs> John goes, jeez. And Lois says, I hate bats on the moon. And it's just as much as I do on the farm. So, and this is called Son of Superman Part 5. Dun, dun, dun. Go ahead and read the next few pages. Okay. So we have Lois saying... Um, this cave is huge. The amount of work. And Clark says, I've scanned the area, but be careful. And don't touch anything. So John says, why don't you just call in the Justice League, Dad? We can have a team up and kick the Eradicator's butt together. And Clark says, no, John. This is a Kryptonian matter, a family matter. The league suspects you have powers, and I don't want them to invo- uh, and I don't want to involve them at this point. And to be honest, I'm not ready for you to grow up so fast and step into that world. It was risky enough zipping around Metropolis. So John, uh, John looks down and he says, "You're right, Dad. Maybe I'm not ready." And so Lois looks at Clark. As she takes her son in her arms, and she's got this, like, seriously face on, and she says, Clark, our son has to be made ready to handle himself and deal with whatever comes his way. The more we overprotect him, the bigger our, the bigger our disservice. It's literally a, a new world, a new world. John needs you to be his Obi-Wan. So then we have uh, the Eradicator coming in, and he says, I have no idea who this Obi-Wan is, but the only thing that your son Jonathan needs is to be eradicated. And then they start fighting. Uh, He's zooming in, and Clark says, run, find cover. The Eradicator says, we cannot be stopped. We are all inside. We are all inside us once again. My God, that's so confusing. And your Kryptonian brothers and sisters call out to you, and still you ignore us. They're punching, punching, punching. As Lois and John runs away, um, they're punching, punching, punching. Lois and John are hiding, and John says, "I'm scared, Mom." How are we going to help Dad? And she says, me too. And I don't know. Unless we find something here, 
unless we find something here we can and then the eradication crashes through the wall and he's coming after John and he says Kellel's debases his inner soul the longer he remains in both your presence his love for you will kill will kill him the clock comes crashing through the wall and he says my love for them is more powerful than you it takes down the eradicator and I love that line uh clock is punching him can I just say Doug Mankey draws a really good clock hint oh, oh Superman um yep and and so then the eradicator says you defy your heritage your blood is our blood our blood is your blood Clark tells him to shut up because let's put it let's Give a clap for Clark because yes, eradicator, keep quiet. You're irritating. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so eradicator says that is why you do not fight with me with full force. You are fearful of harming the Kryptonians within us. We are your home. Your home is you. And so then he opens his mouth and then he starts sucking Clark in and Clark screaming ah. And he digests clock. Um, he's like, like spaghetti. And John is on his knees and he says, Dad, no. The eradicator says, it is accomplished. And John charges at the eradicator and Lois is holding him back. And he says, you bring my dad back, you creep. Spit him out. The eradicator says, son of Jorel, the son of Jorel is with his loved ones. And so John readies his um, heat vision as he's crying. And he says, open your mouth now or I'll open it for you. And he shoots the eradicator in the face with um, heat vision. And the eradicator then reforms and he says, persistent, incredibly persistent. Obviously, a dominant trait from your Kryptonian side. Hell, Eradicate, you haven't met Lois Lane yet. No, really. That's his mama's side. Yeah, really. Yeah, really. That's his mother's side. And so then John is running. Uh, Lois says, stay away from him. The Eradicate pushes her. Um, and John is running, 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 hiding. Says, the Eradicate says, there is no shame. Your birth was not of your own choosing, but you could allow your own death to be. And John is crying. This art is really good. Well done, Doug Mankey. Yep. Uh, You can see the fear in his eyes, and, and the eradicator says, you would have our respect. Step out of the shadows, boy, so that you could, uh, so that your better half may live. And she finds John's hiding place. Um, says, your human side prevents you from being what you truly are. Your Kryptonian genome is a blessing. The human genome is a curse. And then we focus in on Lois. And she's getting up. And she has this determined look on her face like, I have to find something 
and I have to protect my son. Yeah, and she's crying, too, at the same time. And she's crying, yeah, but, you know, she pulls it together. Right. She gets up, and she's looking in all Batman's crates, and she finds a battering, and then some pieces of that suit, and, you know, um, we see something familiar, but I'll keep that as a surprise for later. One page down the line. Um, and so the eradication says, we have, we applaud your spirit, but that time has come for, you, for your human side to be wiped away so that your Kryptonian side may flourish and grow. And he grabs John's cape. You don't grab the cape, Eradicator. Don't. Um, and so he yanks on the cape. And John is like, my mom and dad will. And the Eradicator says, you will soon join your father and fellow Kryptonians. Your mother is meat and bone, inferior, nothing more. And then the Eradicator is proudly introduced to Lois Lane, in all her glory, uh, she puts on the Hellbat suit, um, and she steps in and she punches the Eradicator in a glorious splash page, and it's and she says, "Get your hands off my son." And the Eradicator is completely shocked, and like, "What are?" <laughs> and Lois keeps punching him, and she's like. The only inferior thing around here is you. I like, and I had to stop. I like that she has John under her one wing while she says, right. your hands off my son. She's protecting John, so. Right, right. And she basically pulls them apart, and she starts punching the eradicator. And so she takes John, and she's protecting him under the one wing. And, you know, the other one is, you can see her right hand, so she's giving him a good hook across the face. And I love that line I, because it's been bugging me now for a few issues that the eradicator goes on and on about how inferior the human genome is. Right. Right. And I was like, okay, so when is Tomasi or Gleason, whoever wrote this, right. going to bring out how strong Lois can actually be. Right. And this is, I mean, the most glorious way to do it because she not only did something very few people have done, right? She got together and put together one of Batman's Batman's most complicated pieces of technology and armor and bat-suitery, if that's the word. Um, and they had at this panel where she's like concentrating, but you don't see on what. And right. Lois yeah. Lane successfully puts together the, the, this humongous bat suit, so she can be right. in it because she's human. Batman's human, you know. Batman gets away with all this stuff because he has all these suits and apparatuses, and so now Lois is just taking advantage of that because she's human too, and her and Batsy are. Pretty smart. Um, right. And, uh, you know, I have to applaud uh, Gleason and uh, Tomasi for this because 
they they used exactly the thing that lets Batman get away with everything. Yeah. And not Lois Lane. Right. Right. And they switched it around and they used it to their advantage. And they showed people, no, you know, if Lois is given the same opportunities as Batman, right. i.e. incredible technology, blah, 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 right? She can accomplish the same things. Right. Right. One of the big things that I hated from haters that, that came out from the BVS was like, well, why was Lois Lane necessary in the battle against Doomsday? And I'm like, why was Batman necessary? He was literally hiding behind rocks, right? At least Lois Lane went to go and find the spear because she was the only one who knew, who knew of the spear's existence, right, other than Alfred. To who could able to to locate it and and literally I mean she helped them defeat Doomsday at the end um, and so I love that they used the excuses that Batman gets away with you know for being Batman and for 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 getting away with murder literally and for doing all his stuff and they used it to Lois Lane's advantage and they in one panel. Right or in a couple of panels, they show how intelligent she is. Yeah. That under that under pressure, that under pressure, she could assemble the Hellbat suit. Right. Get into it. Somehow hack it, right, and operate it. Now, uh, a little bit of info on the Hellbat suit. It was created by, uh, Pat, uh, Peter Tomasi. Um, it has solar re- red sun radiation on the panel. Uh, the back panel. Uh, it was created by the Justice League for Batman so that he could uh, basically, after the, the war against Darkseid. Yeah. Uh, the, the original first one in Justice League Origins, they created it for him so that he could help them in those situations. So right. it is an incredibly powerful piece of technology. And anyway, um, uh, we see Lois. Well, wait a minute. Um, oh, okay. The other thing that showed me, Lois mm-hmm. didn't need no mentor. Ouch. Did she? <laughs> no. She didn't need. You know what? Hello, Alfred. I'm here, and I, I found the hell suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you, like, talk me through how to put this thing together? Really? Could you? Right, exactly. And also, also it showed me that Lois Lane used correctly can be a superwoman. Yeah. Right? She doesn't need power. A farm girl. She doesn't need a farm girl to show her how to do stuff. Right. Because you know, she like you said, she does not need a mentor because Lois still retains or I mean this is pre fifty two Lois, right? So we can right. talk about her history. She is an army brat. She has gone for self-defense, martial arts, all sorts of training. This is the same Lois that also learns um, the Kryptonian martial arts. Right. Right? Of course. So so she's incredibly skilled. Yeah. And, yeah, you know what? It shows that Lois Lane is a capable 
character who is can adapt herself to any situation. Right. And that's what I love about this. That's why Peter Tomasi gets the the the, the you know the tick from me for this week is because he showed yes we understand or he and Gleason showed that yes we understand how to use Lois. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I love it, you know, every single sentence that she says from here on end. And she literally beats the living daylights out of the, the eradicator. Right. And she in and she helps clock in the process. Right. So okay, I'm gonna continue. So John looks up wide eyed, he's like, Mom? Question love that. and love that. Like, I just, yeah. he looks like his mom in that. You know, usually he, he looks does. Like little Clark, but in that one he looked like his mom. Like, mom? <laughs> like, whoa, okay, my mom's like. My mom's a <laughs> Yeah, and and she's like, I'm right here, John. Get behind me. And there's all the computer stuff that's running. You know, very um, like Iron Man when he gets into his suit. And then the the Hellbat suit, suit online, all weapons functional. Battle program initiated. Core power at 97% and climbing. So she's initiated all the battle uh, programs and stuff, and she's, like, in it. Um, then, oh, my goodness, thing went so small. Um, so then um, she tells the eradicator, there are some, there are some facts about Earth you need to learn. Never mess with a baby bear when the mama bear is nearby. And so the eradicator says, we are genuinely surprised by your perseverance and ingenuity. But nothing you do can stop us because we now are, only, we are now not only empowered by the dead of Krypton, but by the living life force of Superman. Um, you dare interrupt the sanctity of eradication. And so he fires a blast at Lois, and she's like, ah. And then John comes in, and he punches him, and he's like, grrr. And he's like, bam, 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 bam. Stop hurting my mom. You know, he's kicking him. He's punching him. He's heat-visioning him. And, and he's like, bring back my dad now before I turn you into toast. And then Lois comes in with a huge kadoom punch, and she says, oh, blundered into a coma. Um, then we cross to Superman, and he's in this, like, purple aura thing. He says, thank you for trusting in me, but I need help, but I need your help one last time. And then we, you know, we're back at, um, John and Lois, and they're kicking the eradicator's butts. And Johnny's like, yeah, Mom, slam in again. <laughs> and... <laughs> and so they're they're punching and fighting and 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 taking the eradicator on. Um, the eradicator grabs John's cape again. John needs to learn how to control that cape. Um, he says, "Accept defeat." Yeah, yeah, he's too young for cape, and he's got Crypto's cape, so it's like it's like teeny tiny. Um. So then the eradicator says, accept defeat and death will be swift. 
boy, you don't know what's coming for you. Um, really? And Sokak is around all these uh, ghosts, and he's like, your spiritual energy feeds the eradicator, strengthens him. Without it, he's simply not as strong. Yes, I understand. We have one chance to end this and free you all once and for all. Of course, I realize that I'm willing to accept the risk. My heart and mind are open. Okay, can I just and one sexy clerk right there? That is a very sexy clerk, yes. Yeah. I didn't know if it was appropriate to say that because he's surrounded by souls. And I was like, but this is a really good... You know what? I'm really glad I can now appreciate uh, Doug Mankey's right. clock a little bit more. And you know what? I'm going to say that I think he's changed his clock a little. Um, because yeah, his uh, collar to mess with. There's no collar that he's much more dignified. Um, he can have hair on his stands, forehead. Yeah, I mean, you know, he he's a lot. Even his his where he's got his panels with his grinted teeth and stuff. It's not the same as when he was doing the romance. It's a lot more relaxed. Yeah, and soft. Yeah, and more soulful. Yeah. Yeah, and you can literally see like that panel with, where where John has his eyes zoomed in and he's frightened. You can see the 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 fright in his eyes. Yeah. Where that panel where Lois is looking at her son being chased by this eradicator and you just see determination in her eyes. Right. Um same with Clark, you know, you look at this picture and you see a hero. Yeah. And it's Clark doing what he does best. Using his brain. Oh, well, my goodness. People together. <laughs> to and using his brain. <laughs> yeah, to save the situation. But, I mean, even he says, my heart and mind are open. Right. So it's, that's what Clark Kent is. That's what Superman's all about, right? Right. It's about it's, you can trust this guy. Let's put it that way. Yeah. This this whole plan relies on trust. And it would never have worked with New 52 Superman. Because you just never trusted him. Right. And so then we cross back to John and Lois. And John is like, bring back my dad, you freak. And he says, um, the purity of energy is enthralling to us. Time to rid yourself of this human deterrent child. And so he throws Lois down. Um, and so then all the souls are going into clock, and he says, let's do this together. And the eradicator then is holding Johnny. He says, to heal you, we must kill you. And then he's like, huh? Huh? I cannot feel them. We are, we are all being absorbed into Superman. And you see Cock escaping from his mouth, and he's like radiating in in energy. Uh, and John is looking at his father, and he's probably like, "What is going on?" Uh, and then Superman says, "Thanks to your mum. Thanks to you and your mum." For holding down the fort, kiddo. I'll take it from here. And we get the splash page of his 
eyes flaring up and electricity coming out from him. And he's punching, he's going in to punch the eradicator. And next issue is the moon is down. Uh oh. We need the moon clock. We need the moon clock. Don't destroy the moon. Well, what are you saying? Okay. So, you know, I really, you know, having the Eradicator have all the souls of Krypton inside them, and now Clark has them inside of him. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Man of Steel. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I thought they carried off the, the plot brilliantly. Uh, and, you know, everybody was in character. Clark was being Clark. Lois was being Lois in a bat suit. Uh, John yep. was be- definitely being John. You know, he's, you know, I, 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 I just love John. He's like, you know, my mom and dad will, you know, he didn't just say my dad, Superman will. He just said my mom and dad will, you know. Yeah, he, he knows his mom, mom means business. Suit, you know, so... <laughs> Yeah, I I loved this issue because, like you said, everybody is in character. Um, I like the whole uh, plot point in Man of Steel, where Clark is enriched with the DNA of all the Kryptonians. You know, each one of them lives in each cell of his being, because it means that Krypton has never actually left him; it's with him. Right. And he is Krypton. You know, he is Krypton. He is the living, literally, you know, they always say that something never dies because you carry them with you, right? A a family legacy, for example, will never die because children carry that family legacy, unless you don't have children. That's different. But what I'm saying is, you know, he carries Krypton's legacy within him. And... So I, you know, I was like, oh, cool. They man of steel it, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, listen, I yelled out, like, yes, yes, when Lois got, put on that Hellbat suit and she started taking down the Eradicator and stood toe-to-toe with him, right? Obviously, with the with the aid of the, the Bat suit. But... It takes someone, I mean, yeah, it it, it 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 takes a certain kind of person with a certain kind of ferocity to do that. To, in a situation, not panic, but turn that thing into action. Hello? Did my call drop? Sorry, I take mm. long. Okay, all right. I was just like, oh, did my call drop? And I'm like, oh, no, okay, no, no. Holly disappeared. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I will give Superman 5 a thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Um. You know, obviously, we're still going to be very... I'm still going to be very wary of Peter Tomasi, but the fact that he gave Lois Lane a moment to shine on her birthday 
was just fantastic for me. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and I told him that, that, that. That's what I treated him. I said, thanks for giving Lois a moment to shine on her birthday. And he saved it. And he was like, you know, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, him and Pat Gleason both wrote this, right? I remember right. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I told Gleason as well. Uh, Gleason was like, it's Lois Lane's birthday. Check her out in this week's issue of Superman number five. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, yeah, um, we have we gotten an action preview yet? No, ma'am. I've been searching for that thing and it hasn't come up. Hmm. Now, we got a Wonder Woman preview. We did, yes. Yeah. Um, and, oh, my God, Steve Trevor. Like, um, yes. Yeah, you know, I love the two contrasts that we're getting between these two very different artists. Right. Uh, Nicola Scott is giving us a very innocent, very playful Steve Trevor, like that whole scene where he says, I'm just going to talk to myself, okay? Because, right. like, y'all don't understand what I'm saying either. Right. And when you're still, one. He still, oh, she can do right. Yeah. Right. And he still retains that playfulness that he has, but he's he's more weathered and rugged in right. life. And he's like, oh, gorgeous. (laughs) I like that Rucka flat out came out and had uh, Etiquette Candy say, the connection between these two, what was it? They're always, It's fate. It's It's fate, fate, yeah. You know, and why can't we have that with Clark and Lois? Really? Because that is the failure of the New 52. They never gave us that. And they wonder why their stupid universe fell apart. It's because they couldn't do Clark and Lois because they wanted to do everything else but. And with the Uh Superwoman book, it just proves there's some of them are still don't have their heads out of their butts. Uh Well, the New 52 is a success, don't you know, Holly? And they didn't reboot it. You know, whatever. Just a continuation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the New Fifty Two would ever get Wonder Woman with over a hundred thousand orders twice, and and twice. You know, Action Comics, even though it went down to its old numbering, or it didn't have a number one. Their third issue sold more than their second issue. That's unheard of. Right, and it's it's just, that's the trend that's continuing. The fourth issue sold more than the third issue. And and so on and so on, right? Um, Rebirth, the um, the uh, main one, is gone to fifth printing. Yeah, and they're letting Jimenez draw it because... You know, that's extra uh, PR for his book, Superwoman. And, of course, they didn't show us Lois as Superwoman in that. They showed us Lana as Superwoman. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that book needs all the help it can get. I'm sorry. Yeah. If the Lana Lang fans didn't make Smallville work, then I'm going to make Superwoman work. Nope. 
And you know what? They really need, okay, and, you know, they really need to say, well, you know, Lois is still there. She's a freaking, she's toast and a ghost, honey. (laughs) Toast and a ghost. (laughs) You know, but that just makes other people, well, it's still Jimenez. He wouldn't kill Lois for real. Well, he would have told him to. Well, she'll be back. Yeah, when? After next year? Yeah, and the thing is, you and I have been down this road, right? We we are tired of waiting. Yeah. Why we do don't, we, have we want to it wait? now. Exactly. We've waited enough. It's because they can't do it. They can't write Clark Kent journalists. They can't write Lois Lane journalists, or they're unwilling to. Right? No, but, you know okay, what? There are hey, plenty of people. Well, pre-flash Lois. Isn't writing right now either. She's in a freaking bat suit on the moon. Okay, yeah, because of circumstances, but we know she's coming back to the Daily Planet. And okay, you said the word, so I'm going to ask you this question. In that interview, G-Man asked him about Lois Lane merch, and did you explain that Lois Lane is a situational character? What the hell does that mean? Uh, listen, I don't know what Dan... Listen, Dan DiDio is is the classic, um, please don't leave us. Uh, we'll try and sell you something. I don't know. I honestly don't know what that means because, quite frankly, every single piece of Lois Lane merchandise that has come out has sold on par with Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn, which are the two most popular characters. Right. And I'm talking about the bombshell statue. The bombshell statue um, outsold Wonder Woman. Uh, it sold on par with Harley Quinn, which for some odd reason, she's a very popular character. Um, and I get it. Harley Quinn's fun. She's psychotic. She's fun. Whatever. I don't get it. Um, but the thing is, Lois Lane, like, I tried to get, there was a Lois Lane bombshell mug and a Lois Lane in the, in the, um, top glasses. No. It's a set of. Yeah, yeah, no. It wasn't in the tumblers, because I looked for it. Not tumblers, the top glasses, like the big shot. Like for doing shots, yeah, shot glass, yeah. And and so those those came out in a set with Lois Lane. Um, who was the other one? Power Girl. And for for the love of me, I can't remember the other two. I think there was Catwoman. I'm not too sure. Mm. And Batwoman. Not too sure. But she came out in a set of those, and there was a Lois Lane uh, mug for bombshells, like coffee mug. Um, and those you can't get anymore because they're sold out. Right. Right. Everything else with the bombshells material you can get except that. Right. So I don't understand how they can say that, you know, Lois Lane is a situational character or whatever. Or her merchandise. They can't say her merchandise doesn't sell because it does. 
clearly. Um, I think it just comes down to they don't want to make the merchandise and I don't know if it has to do with something along the lines of the uh, agreement they have with the, the Sheagles and the Schusters. I don't. Um, I think it's because they took Lois out of the books, okay? Come on. They killed yeah, but what I'm saying is woman number one. They don't like Lois. It's obvious. They hate Lois's gut. Right, and, you know, I'm grateful. I'm so grateful that we have someone like Dan Jurgens who is protecting and, as he says, devoted to Lois. Right. Um, because he is giving us Lois in every facet of her being. Right. We know she's coming back to the Daily Planet. Right. Um, you know, we, we saw that being addressed in Superman, where she gets the package from the now-dead Lois Lane. Um... So, I think there are hints, there are um, suggestions. I I honestly believe going forward, Superman is going to be the book where they deal with John. Right. Up and up until they get to the point where they actually launch the Super Sons book. Right. I I believe that they're building John in that book because sure, that's what they have to do. Yeah. Action. He's not as he. We don't know that much about John because he hasn't been around that long, and or Damien has, so they have to build John right. up somehow. Right, and they have to build John up before they before they put him in a book with Damien because right. he's a very popular character. Right. Um, and he's got a very rich history behind him. Right. 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 And so they have to give John the same thing. And I'm glad they're giving him the same opportunity to be built up. Right. To be on par with Damien. Um, And I think, now that we've seen the solicits and stuff, you know, Dan Juggins did say that this is action comics, so the first thing that he was going to do was going to be an action story. Right. 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 To get it to get it off, and he said after that, you remember that that podcast you gave you you sent me the link to. Yeah. He said after we deal with the first story, we're going to get into a real Superman story, mm-hmm. where it's going to involve the Daily Planet, it's going to involve Lois, it's going to involve this mysterious Clark Kent, right? It's going to involve. All the characters you know and love. And now that I've seen the solicits, I've seen covers, I've seen those sorts of things, I can see we're returning back to what I call the heydays of Superman was that 1990s run that Dan Jurgens, Louise Simonson, uh, Jerry Ordway, I can't remember the other two people that are really good. Um, oh, gosh, you asked me too quick. Stone? There's somebody Stone, Roger Stone. Somebody Stone, yeah. I think it's Roger Stone. And um, uh, Jerry Ordway. I said Jerry Ordway. Louise. Uh, okay, so who are the four? Who are the four? Oh, who did Superboy? Uh, Cassell, Cal, 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 Cal. He has two K names. He does. Uh, Carl Kessenek or something. Also, 
asshole. I don't know. Sorry, dude. Something. We know who we, we know who we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. The thing is, we know how to spell his name. We just don't know how to pronounce his name. Right. Um. But what I'm saying is, you see, we we remember this heyday of Superman. Right. I I grew up with those comics. So for me, that's going to be what what I'm going to hold comics up to. Right. For for all eternity. Right. Right. And I can see we're going back to those stories where, you know, I, I still, I will always mention it. One of the greatest reads, if you ever want to get to know Superman, is the wedding album. Because the wedding album deals with so much stuff. And then when you get into the comics, right, you see all these different people and their stories all, I mean, Cat Grant was such a well-developed character that you could actually like her. Yeah. Right? She, she and Lois. Both. She and Lois were not catty with each other. Well, yeah, because they she was, was, like, hitting on Clark and stuff, and Lois is trying to fix him dinner, and she goes over, and Cat's like, oh, are you here to see Clark? Yeah. Right, but they moved past that, and they became friends. and Oh, uh, really, friend, friend. Not not be, not BFFs, right? But they oh. I remember there was one comic where they sit and they have coffee with each other, right? And the thing is, it it was such a mature read because you could have two women that wouldn't you know go at each other or try to want to kill each other or whatever right. or have a cat fight, right? Meow. Um, you know, I'm sorry, I had to bring that Scott Labdell reference in. Um. You know, you had interrelational relationships with Lucy and Ron Trope. Right. Um, and you had Gay with uh, Maggie and, was it Robin? No. Oh, Robin with a Y. Robin? Uh, Renee? Oh, uh, I don't remember. No one, Renee. No. I don't remember. But anyway, right now. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I think I mean, it was Maggie Robin. had a complete story about she is married to a man, she had a child with him, and then, you know, she came out. Right, and now people think Maggie Sawyer is a Batman character. And I'm like, no, 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 no. She was in Superman. And sorry, honey bunny. And, you know, but that's what I mean is we had a full cast of Superman characters. Right. And I can see was sort of returning back there right. once he gets this action arc with Doomsday out of the way. Right. Uh, you know, uh, here's, okay, I'm such a, you know, triangle for two. I'm thinking, so is Mystery Clark going to have a little, like, tear for the death of Lois Lane? Does he know Lois exists? Well, I don't know. He was writing articles and stuff, and he said to, you know, P.F. Superman, you hid me. Right. Yeah. So I What's think that Lois Lane was writing stories, and now if she's gone, and Lois Smith's taken over, well, looks almost exactly like her. Hmm. Yeah, but she's a little older. She's got different hair. Yeah, so, and a kid. Um, and she got purple eyes. Right. But, yeah, um, I kept thinking, well, you know, Mystery Clark's there, and 
you know, technically you have two Clark Kents, but apparently that's okay. As long as it's not Lois, you know. You can't have that many Loises in a book because, you know, gosh, she just might, you know, take over the book or something, like, you know, Lana Lang or something. <laughs> or Gotham Girl. Oh, my. Oh, no. Well, you know what? Dan Juggins is all like, Lois Lane can take over action. It's fine. Yeah. So I'll give him my money. Yeah. And I think we'll be able to give Tomasi our money, too, you know. You know, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, you I'm know gonna... what? I'm actually looking forward to Clark having a little adventure with John on Dinosaur Island with Crypto. Yeah, I'm looking else? forward to that. I'm looking forward to a son, father and son adventure. Let's put it that way. Oh, well, he's going to have plenty of those, I think, for a while. But the thing I was thinking, I was thinking, I was criticizing Tomasi because he had Lois doing housework. And now yeah. And now she's cleaning house up on the moon in a totally different way, but in a, yeah. In a Lois Lane way, in the proper way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lois is smart enough to put the Hellbat suit together. But she's not smart enough to handle her powers because she needs Lana, the electrical engineer. The, oh, no, excuse Seriously? me. You have to her full credentials. Her full credentials. Oh, yeah. She's a farm, she's a farm girl by, by blood. Well, she's an electrical engineer by choice. By choice. She's the savior of worlds. The world. World. <laughs> the, 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 the. Uh, even though she Lois. almost killed everybody, even though she almost killed everybody, um, but what is a lot? Lois. All she did was lay there and yell at Lois. Yeah, what was that all yeah, about? Yeah, excuse me, even... you should be jumping on that thing back. Did she not want to touch the monster? Uh, the monster came after her. She should have used her powers instead of being frozen because all the people were dead. Oh my God, is that? Like, not going to leave her. Oh, my God, there's death. Death follows me. Ah. Everybody dies on me. Well, maybe you should, like, be in a cave somewhere. With uh, maybe you should stop thinking. Maybe you should stop thinking the world revolves around you, Lana. Well, that would be, People no, are... that's too much. No, there's not enough power in the world to make <laughs> her do that. <laughs> you know what? Every Lana Lang in every incarnation I have ever seen, Thinks the world revolves around. Oh her. yeah! How dare you leave me, Clark, for a city girl? Smack! Oh, she smacked him too. That's right. She's just a smacker, you know. Yeah, she she but, you smacked him. She's a wonderful Marvel. character that deserves her own series. What? Uh, yeah, I'm sitting there going, seriously, dude. You're trying to tell me Lana Lang needs her own series? Who asked for that? Nobody. Editorial. Right at the end. No one. All the bad ideas come from editorial. Oh. Literally no one. Okay, we can make a list if you'd like. Hello? Oh, foment. (laughs) Five years ago. Let's see. Hmm. Giving Lois a boyfriend so Clark can be despondent. Over a cardboard. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, oh, I know I'm missing a thousand things. 
let's see. Um, oh, yeah. Law is not being allowed in action for over two years. So they more than that. Lana, of yeah. course. And, um, oh, yeah, uh, Lois is green. Lois is flesh tongue. Lois is green. Lois is flesh tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Lois gets yeah. Lana, Lana, Lana. DC wants you, know, you. Lois is a bitch betrayer. There was a gem yeah, of an idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's not forget, Lois Lane rich, literally saves the world, and Lana Lang questions her and asks her, can we trust you? I mean, you're green. I know. And I was literally I'm like, what? She just saved your butt. She just saved Metropolis. She just saved all the people whose minds were being ascended by Brainiac, right? Yeah. Oh, and and, and you... You mentioned the cat fight. The cat fight between Lois Lane, Green Lois Lane, and Wonder Woman was over boyfriend. Oh, my. End. My boyfriend's better than yours. And they said that John Corbin was Lois's boyfriend. And we're like, exactly. When the and hell we're like, did what that happened? Happen? And we're like, what happened to John, John Lohan yeah. from, you know... Superman won. John Corbin. And I'm like, John Corbin's Lois's boyfriend? No, I don't mm. think so, honey. When did that happen? You need to use your God of War powers to to read her mind and figure that out. But no, you only use them like, boom. Oh, Lois can read minds. So guess what? I get to read minds for a couple panels. I have God of War powers. And then never use them yep. again forever. You know, I'm like... What the hell? Uh-huh. Yeah, these were real beauties. <laughs> yeah, so we all know that the worst ideas comes from editorial because they do not understand these characters because they're still holding on to, oh, the New 52 is just a gem, oh. Yeah, and Rebirth yeah, yeah, is yeah. just freaking printing. Action is selling better in its third issue than in its second issue. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, Green Arrow was the same thing. It sold better in its, like, third issue than its second issue. So, Dan DiDio come out and told everybody, these threes and fours are selling better than the ones and twos. And he's like, that boggled his mind. But do you think Jim Lee would ever, ever admit that, oh, yeah, rebirth needed to happen? No. Because he's still no. to anyone but Lois. Give Lana Lang her series. Yeah, I'm surprised he actually drew something for Lois Lane's birthday. I was like, um... He made her really reason, sad. I wonder what that was from. Oh, you know, that's probably we, something he just had laying around from, you know, the reaction shot to Lois finding out that Superman and Wonder Woman were together. Probably. I don't know. Right. He he put that two thousand and sixteen, so he drew it like for me. So sort of. I don't know. Um You can put two thousand sixteen on anything with a pencil. I just thought I just thought of that, yeah. I was just like no no, that she probably just had it lying around. Well, uh, but yeah. You told me about that Batman sketch. He said he's gonna do a four minute sketch of Batman. It took him what? Yeah. Six times that amount 20, of time to do it? Twenty 
If he posts, right? I don't know if he was high or what because he was awake the same time as me. And it's and he's a not the huge time. Yeah, it's a huge time difference, right? And yeah. so he he posts on Instagram bored from doing Suicide Squad and I'm like, Oh no. Suicide Squad's not gonna get printed. Oh no. <laughs> Resolicit here as it comes. Yeah, um, Marie Celeste, even though it's a big blockbuster movie. Okay. Yeah, you should be hopping on the train now, not 10 issues later. But anyway. Yeah. Um, he posts, going to do a four-minute Batman sketch. 23 Why? minutes later. <laughs> 23, 25 minutes later, right? Yeah, which is time the amount he said he was going to do it in. Right, it's five times the amount, right? And he says, took a bit longer than expected because it's so detailed. LOL, ha, 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 right? And I'm like, dude, now I know why your books take so long because... Did he play tic-tac-toe on the cow? Uh, oh, he, I don't know how he, he he's such a, um, what's the word? renowned artist because he literally squiggles all over and well there's the details for you he doesn't add that much detail you know this is jackson pollock you can just throw shit on a piece of paper and call it art basically and i mean it was an okay batman sketch it was just his face you know, it wasn't like a cape and a cowl and a right. bat symbol and biceps and triceps. Good Lord, we'd still be waiting for it. Yeah. Um. And he literally just takes a soft pencil and he shades in the general shape of Batman's face, uh, of, of, the, of the cowl. And so he makes two pointy ears and then, you know, the shape of the face. And then he takes a dark pencil. That's thinner, and then he draws in the eyes and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, so we draw the same way? I don't know if that's good or bad, because I've never been to an art class or anything like that. And he's this world-renowned artist. Oh, my God, Jim Lee, let's queue up, you know, around the corner for him. Right. And I honestly don't see it. Nah, I wouldn't stand in line for his stuff. But then I don't like him because of his bad decisions. I would make a giant poster uh, for tomorrow. And I would take it to him and and get him to sign it just so that he can see uh, Clark and Lois together. Just to piss him off. That's what I do. See that. All he's going to see is his signature on it. True. He'd probably say, oh, look at my dimensions. Oh, it's perfect. My perfect ratio. Whatever. Oh, tell, what did he say about dungeon? They were having a Dungeons and Dragons party? Who still does that? Uh, AI do that, okay. Um, <laughs> I like Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so Dungeons and Dragons, if, I don't know if anybody's ever played it, but, um, Basically, you have this book. You have a story and a role-playing, right? Yeah, and you can create your own sort of story, and then when people make different roles, 
uh, take them down different paths to the story. Right. right. And the dungeon, the dungeon master is usually in charge of coming up with the storyline. Right. Um. So then, he's the dungeon master. Right. And like, but he said, <laughs> yeah. He and and so basically he does this thing on where he posts videos on Instagram, and he says, I've got all the stuff stacked up in neat little piles. And all the little pieces and dice and everything put together. But the story making is so difficult. So I got my wife to do it. And she's sitting there, right? She's got pages and pages of storylines written. And, uh, you know, she's checking and cross-referencing the book. And he's like, okay, honey, you don't have to do that much. And she's like, but no, the story has to make sense. And he's <laughs> like, no. And he and this is not on on Instagram, right? Right. And and she's like, it has to make sense, you know. And he's like, no, no, just make it simple, make it playable. And and she's like, and she just like dismisses him, and she says, and then it goes to the next video clip, which is them having the party, and he 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 uh, laid the table out while his wife was doing the story. This is the guy who, you know, now we know why Divine Right took two years. It's because he doesn't care about the storyline. No, he doesn't care about story. You know, if he could have drew a stupid splash page for the party, he would have. True, yeah, and he can't do that because a Dungeons & Dragons party is, you know, people, it's a role-playing game. You have to immerse yourself in this world. Why is he even happy if he... I don't know, because he likes to be popular. He really, really is. I mean, now I know why he doesn't finish his work. He goes out and he's drinking and he's partying and he does everything except draw. Oh. Wow. Yep. I mean, he showed up at the premiere of Suicide Squad and then went to the after party, and but he had a book deal. Oh, gee. Yeah, and I'm thinking of poor Greg Capullo. Yeah. Who missed his birthday party. Yeah. To finish Batman. Right. And Jim Lee, on his birthday, instead of finishing, oh, I don't know, Superman and Chain, went to Vegas. Yep, yeah. Or maybe he had to finish the blueberry box. No, it was the Superman Unchained. Oh, okay. Mhm. I remember because I sure. I remember I was so furious. I stopped un- I stopped following him. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I have to follow this guy to keep up with him and like scold him. And I'm like, you know, because I'm nice. Like, uh, I I used to post him, shouldn't you be doing Superman Unchained? Smiley face. Hmm? Yeah. Somebody's getting Oh, how's those Superman Unchained things coming up? Yeah, he probably ignores me. I don't know. But anyway. Well, probably, because probably people are trying to keep him on task all his whole life. And he just ignore him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, I mean, like, I... Like, I read about his wife. His wife literally runs the house. 
Well, and you have to. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see what we have on the wondrous website from hell. Mm-hmm. Holly's homepage, DC Comics. No, it's not my homepage. Hello. Oh, by the way, I wrote two articles this week. One is, how many times has Lois Lane died? And what was the other one? I can't remember. It was bad. Oh, Lois Lane is dead. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, she was very morbid. This. <laughs> Mike. Well, you know, we talk about, you know, guys who do what editorial tells them, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I always throw diggle at them. <laughs> like, no, there's some people who walk away. But, yeah, yeah. I understand yeah. that Phil needs the money, so, you know, I can't begrudge him that. Because mm-hmm. he's been doing projects that haven't brought in the money. They're like, right. you know, they're proposals rather than a job. Oh, my God. Holly. What? We have to read. We have to read Titans two next week. Psycho pirates and his band of 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 people are on the cover of Titans. Okay, there we go. Why? Is oh it? no, not not psycho, oh. not psycho pirates. Simon. Oh, Simon. Yes. Simon is what my son. Simon. Simon. Yes. I was like, it. You don't pronounce a P. I said, I know you don't pronounce P, but if you don't. Do something to then say Simon. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. stupid. And that's Simon. Whatever. Oh, oh, Teen Titans, number 23, has Hive Queen. Oh. What in the world? Okay, so We're not going back to uh, that garbage, are we? I have no idea. So do we have to now read the Titans? Is Wally going to save us? Well, I I don't mind reading Titans actually. Actually, you know what? It's an enjoyable read. It is yeah. very enjoyable. Um. Oh, I will tell you that when I went to pick up my books and stuff, I looked at the Superwoman pile, and this was the day. This was Thursday, and mm-hmm. it looked like in this. So it was in the last weeks. You know, the previous weeks. Uh, section, you know, where they put all the books that, you know, aren't this week's. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's only one issue, right? It was... It yeah. Was, yeah. It was high, like the, all they did was shift it from last week to previous week. I mean, <laughs> it was tall. That pile was tall. And I'm looking at the uh, other ones, and some of these other ones have, like, multiple issues, and they're not that high. Wow, okay. Yeah, so that's how well that went over. Mhm. This this should be a nice comic uh just to read or or look page through. Uh Graphic Ink, the DC Comics art of Gary Frank. Oh. I like Gary Frank's art. Yeah, I did. He's one of my favorite artists. Mhm. For some reason DC's not let me in. Let me in. Okay, so should I just go through them? Yeah, go I have it open. Because I can't even pull it up. I don't know what the dealio is on that. It loves you so much. My... Um. <laughs> so we have Wonder Woman number five. 
uh, with Steve Trevor on the cover, and he uh-huh. and Diana are on a mission. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, don't read that. Don't read that. Okay, so Titans 2 has Simon and his blokes on the cover. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Uh, I don't read... I don't read Constantine. <laughs> no. No. Uh, the, the Flash looks interesting. He's like trapped in the Speed Force. Okay. And he's on his and he's on his knees. So maybe give that a quick uh, flash through. <laughs> um, Teen Titans number twenty-three. Yeah. Is Hive Queen. I don't know what's happening there. Oh, Teen Titans, not Titans. No, yeah, that's Teen. This is Teen Titans number 23. Right, and Teen Titans now. Is that still Lobdell? I I don't know. I'm going to look. Um, Okay, so this is the solicitation for it. When Hive threatens to destroy New Orleans, the city turns to the Teen Titans for help. But the Hive Queen is ready for the Titans and has a special surprise in store for Red Robin. Okay. Okay. It's written by Tony Bernard. Oh, okay. Or Bernard. Bernard. Something like that. Bernard. Yeah. Something. Some crazy name. Uh, I don't read Harley Quinn. I don't read Hell Jordan. Um, oi, where did the site go? Uh, ah, why are you doing this to me, DC Comics? Um, apparently Earth Two Society is still a thing. Yeah. Um, I gave up on that book so long ago. Yeah, I did too. Uh, Detective Comics number nine. Three nine has Robin on it. I'm not sure this is decreed. Like this is a classic Robin. Like he's got green and he's got yellow and he's got red. Um, let me read this quickly. Blah 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 blah. Um, part six: the full scope of the colony's plans comes into reveal. And believe us, you're not gonna be prepared for the last scene. Okay. Whatever. Uh, I don't read Deathstroke. Don't read Blue Beetle. I don't read Batgirl anymore. Uh, Action Comics 962. Yay! Yay! And and it's the cover is it's got Action Comics and Doomsday's breaking through it and he's punching Superman. Superman's punching him. And it says. Part to Doom, Part 6. In the epic conclusion, the mystery of Black Zero deepens just as the Man of Steel makes a fateful decision that may stop Doomsday, but also risks the lives of those he loves most. Of course. Dun, dun, dun. Black Zero. Hmm. Okay, that's a Man of Steel thing. Well, it's... 
It's a Superman thing. Black Zero's been around forever. It was back in John Byrne Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. The whole clone thing and all that. Yeah, I forgot about that. Don't remember much of John Byrne. After issue six of his Man of Steel, he went south for me. (laughs) He started the... Listen, anytime somebody brings in Laurie Lamaris and makes her Clark's greatest love, I mean, I'm like, uh uh-uh, no way. He didn't like Lois. He did not like Lois, no. But you know what? Even though he didn't like her, he still respected her and her place in the mythology. Yeah, right. He made her kind of... He made her kind of bitchy. <laughs> made her butch, too. Yeah, yeah. She used to, you know, do push-ups and oh, she was lifting uh, clocks, weights and stuff. Yeah. Then he realized he had to get heavier weights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In his physique. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Wonder Woman, right? Yeah, right. That was the first comic I mentioned when you couldn't hear me. <laughs> ah, okay. Uh, yeah, Wonder Wonder Woman um has her and Steve Trevor on the cover. Uh, they're trudging through the jungle, and Steve is leading the way because he's her hero. Yeah, something happened to my World Wide Web. I don't know what's going on. At least I still got you up, so. Yay. (laughs) I didn't disappear. No, I still got the console, but that's it. I don't have any browser action going on. So. Oh, well. So, next week, action, Wonder Woman, and anything else we might have forgot. Oh, and by the way, Art and Franco are doing a, what is it, Super Powers book? Yeah, Super super Space Powers book. Um, it's November, right? In November. A lot of things coming in November. There's also a book that's being done by the guy who's doing the art on Green Arrow at the moment. Um. He is doing, I will tell you what he, who he is, firstly. Uh, Juan Ferreira is doing a Superman anthology coming out late November. Um, it is about the Superman that we're with currently. So it's pre-52 uh-huh. Superman. There's a lot of Clark and Lois. Uh, and he said he's enjoying doing all the clock and lowest stuff. Right. Uh, he And I told him, I'm loving, <laughs> I I feel so bad. I sent him a message and I said, I'm loving all the clues. And he said, what's clues? And I said, it's the ship name for clock and lowest. He's like, I didn't know that. No, I do. I'll use that hashtag. And I'm like, okay. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently there's a lot of them in there. He says Lois plays a big part. Going to keep her alive, right? Well, yeah, and he's obviously, and he and he says uh, he can't talk a lot about it, but he says I'll probably enjoy it. And he also ships Black Canary and Green Arrow because he says he uh, loves doing their panels. Yeah, 
and I love what he does. He does his own colors as well. And so uh, if you're reading the Green Arrow book, uh, he says he tries to put in the color scheme in the background for Black Canary, yellow and black, and he tries to make like the black bird. Right. Um, and he says for Green Arrow, he tries to do it as a green color scheme, and he tries to put like an arrow in the background. And I thought that was just, and I was looking at the panels of his last mm-hmm. issue, and it's actually very, really cool what he does. Right. So, yeah, really cool artist. Good. Okay. So I think that's going to be our show tonight. Um, and I yep. just had to get to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had itchy ears this week. Oh, that's right. So yeah. this week will be... Action Comics and Wonder Woman and Sexy Steve Trevor and who knows what Mystery Clark Kent's going to do. Is this the one with Lois on the cover going into the DP or is this something else? No, this is the one before that. So okay. next next month we'll get Lois going into the DP. So September uh, we'll Lois going into the DP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one is uh, Doomsday and Clark fighting and they're breaking the Action Comics logo. <laughs> of course. So, yeah. Okay, so everybody have a great week, and we'll be talking comics next week. Night, Tej. Yep. Good sleep. Night, night. All I right. will. You, you take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, it didn't tell me stop recording. No, it didn't. It didn't. I'm waiting for that. I'm like staying so silent. <laughs> so it failed to stop. And stop recording. Yeah, this thing's acting up. I don't know what's going on. Okay, well, when we end the call, it will automatically end. Yeah. Okay. It's well, anyway, you take actually- care. <laughs> It's acting weird. All right. I'll talk to you later. Yeah, you too. Take care. All right, you too. Good night.